This is K-Pop Sunday brought to you by your K-Pop Sundays before you have to go back to work on Monday. We are your hosts, Old R, Min, and JR. Hello, and welcome to episode 49, also known as season 3, episode 5. And today we will be discussing some of our favorite songs, music videos, and K-dramas about time, time travel, and memories. And or remembering the past. You know, time. Science stuff. Who knows? What is time? I don't know. Anyway, let's just start with some favorite time-related things. Alright, I'll start us off. My first pick is the 2016 K-drama Signal. It's a mystery crime thriller drama about a detective that finds an old walkie-talkie and discovers that he is able to interact with another detective from about 15 years in the past. So two timelines are kind of happening at the same time. The main deal is that this detective in the current day feels compelled to solve a cold case from the time of the detective on the other end of the walkie-talkie. So there's no actual, like, interaction outside of the walkie-talkie, but yeah, like, information is passed back and forth. The acting in this show is top tier, the writing is super interesting, and an idol makes an appearance. SF9's Chani is in it. Although this is pre-debut Chani, he had not yet debuted in SF9 yet. I highly recommend it, and many other K-drama fans would too. It's one of the highest rated K-dramas ever, but since it did come out in 2016, I feel like people don't really talk about it anymore, just because it's so far gone at this point. But yeah, highly recommend if you like thrillers, mystery, crime it's got it's got it all and from what i remember it's been a while since i watched it from what i remember the ending was really good which we have discussed this before not all k-dramas end well (laughs) but yeah this one i i highly recommend it sounds like something that i would watch (laughs) like it's got the connection to the past with the time travel not really time travel but you know communicating with the past but also i do like thrillers Yeah, I do like mystery stuff. So I went and looked it up after I saw you writing about this. I went and looked it up on Vicky and it's for free on there. So I've added it to my watch list. So that'll be my next drama I'll watch. And it's pretty short though, isn't it? It's not a lot of episodes. No, it's 16, I believe. The normal one hour 16 episode. It's the standard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, seems doable. Oldar, why don't you tell us your first pick? In a similar vein to JR, I also started off with a drama, and this one came out in 2012 called Dr. Jin. It was based on a Japanese manga and drama. It starred Song Seung-hyun, Park Min-young, and Kim Jae-jung from JYJ. It's basically where a neurosurgeon ends up in the Joseon period and has to navigate the past while treating patients and getting dragged into politics. Watching it stressed me out. Like... (laughs) Even though I was not from the time period and Korean politics technically don't like apply to me, like let alone a couple hundred years ago, this still (laughs) stressed me out worrying about what would happen. But I really appreciated what they did with it. The part that really stuck out to me was when Dr. Jin is trying to treat a cholera epidemic using his modern medical knowledge with materials and equipment and just people who don't really understand what's going on either that's available a couple hundred years ago. Also, it's a very good visualization for how awful cholera is and how it spreads. It's just horrible. So when you see it in history books be mentioned, it's like, you know that it was awful. So if you like mysteries and being sad and being stressed out, 
I highly recommend that you give it a shot because it is very interesting. Also, if you are a Jung fan, it's not a role you're used to seeing him in. Like if you see him in Manhole, Ooh. it is nothing like th- that. The, like, <laughs> I love how Manhole is the baseline for Jung dramas. <laughs> Manhole is so fun. Like, it's the drama I expected Jae Jung to be in all along. Like, it reminds me of the mm. old DBSK dramas. Like, it seems like something he would have done. But this, though, he's trying to be serious, and it is so hard to take him seriously. <laughs> Especially at the beginning, when he's trying to basically imitate having a deeper voice than he actually has. That was the part that really threw me off at the beginning. And also, he's supposed to be like this big law enforcement dude but he's got just well you know jaejung the prettiest face yeah so it's very distracting <laughs> when he's trying to be all manly so when he's trying to be all macho and it just comes off as just jaejung trying to play a role but then as you get into it like his character is so good it's just the beginning like he gave up trying to be like a big guy and then instead it was more about what his character was doing and he really did well with that so I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. It will stress you out, but it is good. <laughs> See, okay. I don't like period dramas very much, and I don't like medical dramas very much. But if I did, I feel like I would be all over this show. Because I love Park Min Young. She's one of my favorite actresses. And I really like Jae Jung as well. So maybe one day, if I'm in the right mood, I'll try this out. But <laughs> like, I love time travel. Time travel is one of my favorite things. But uh, yeah, don't love, don't love people getting cut open. It's not really much of that. See, okay, I was wondering since it was 2012, if it would be more chill about it, because I feel like over the years, they've gotten more and more graphic in their depictions of medical stuff. It does at the beginning because somebody comes in with a brain tumor and then Mm -hmm. there's a person who gets into a car wreck. But it's mainly just him trying to figure out, okay, how do I treat this person? I know how I would treat it in the future, but I don't have that equipment. So what do I do now? Like, I think he just takes his medical bag and that's it. Because there was someone who was injured and he was like, okay, I'm going to treat you. And then he ended up in the past. Well, technically it wasn't him packing the bag. Mm -hmm. Well, it was him. But anyway, that's a... (laughs) <laughs> I try not to spoil it for you, but it it is stressful, I will say, because you know my rankings with dramas that were difficult for me. It is not nearly mm-hmm. as soul-crushing as Can We Get Married? Like, mm-hmm. it's not as soul-crushing as that. So, yeah, if you watch that, I'll watch it with you. Good to know. Because it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> it's like, it, it's one of those where you have to stick around because the ending makes it go, okay. It's one of those where, like, it lands right, well. Right. So it's like... Just stick with it. I just, I have to be in such a specific mood because at this point, like, I feel like I've been burned by both period and medical dramas in just that they're either really graphic or they have the same plot. Period dramas, I feel like, fall into this way more, but it's just the political stuff is always the same thing and that kind of bores me. Otherwise, I have nothing wrong with the period genre. It's just that I feel like they don't switch it up enough for me to care. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds interesting. So, Min, what about your first pick? So, I don't have any dramas to contribute with, as is probably painfully obvious if you've listened to us talk about anything related to dramas before and how I'm always just not a part of that conversation. (laughs) By my own choosing. Very important. It's by my own choosing, but I'm also (laughs) never a part of it. No drama for me. 
So I'm starting off our song picks, and I'm starting us off on a strange one, because I'm here to make our playlists as much of a chaotic mess as possible. But the song that I'm starting off with is Time Bomb by Aisha, who was a pretty short-lived girl group, as most Nugu groups tend to be. But anyhow, Time Bomb, the song, is basically about not being able to take any more stupidity from a boy, and them, the girls, being taking time bombs. Uh... Questionable, yes. But they do count down, and they do say, TikTok, I'm time bomb. That an A. Uh, so it's loosely about time. It fits the theme. It's, it's time-related. Clocks, it's from 2016, so be prepared for low-quality K-pop from 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything more deep to say about it. It's not a very deep song, okay? <laughs> It is super catchy, though. Like, I feel like it's a pretty well-done song, given how low-budget everything seems to be. Yeah. The chorus will definitely get stuck in your head. But I do take issue, and this has nothing to do with the time part of it, I do take issue with the styling, because they yeah. put them in the smallest yep. school uniforms I have ever seen. And then they kind of parallel that with them being in a club dressed very provocatively and like when you're a high schooler, you cannot get into those clubs. So it just all seems like a bad idea on multiple levels. Korean music and just like the Korean music industry does tend to like sexualize the schoolgirl at times. And I guess kind of the schoolboy. I, I don't know if I've ever seen... At least to the degree they do with the schoolgirl uniforms on a on a boy. There's group. about one instance where that has happened. Oh yeah, that I can Ooh. think of. Yeah, yeah. And people complained about that the boys' shorts were being too short. Anyway, please f finish up opinions of Time Bomb, and then we will move on. Just bad ideas, bad styling choices. <laughs> yeah, the styling was definitely questionable, but I felt like the song was very good. <laughs> like. The song, I felt like, didn't match the rest of it because it was so good. <laughs> I was yeah. not expecting it to yeah. be good. And also, a lot of artists from smaller labels, they tend to not, I don't want to say they're camera shy, but like they don't really follow very well. But these girls were clearly experienced enough to like know where to look and how and stuff like that. They seemed very confident in front of cameras, which there's some mm -hmm. small groups that, well, we've discussed this amongst ourselves. Or they clearly don't want to be there. They're like, get me out. Yeah. Was this their debut song? This was their second single, I believe. So okay, still okay. pretty strong <laughs> for a early, low-budget group. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was a good song. I agree. Yeah. Very nice. Definitely give it a listen. Shall we move on? JR, do you have a music choice? This time around? I do. <laughs> yes. My second pick is G Friend's 2016 track. I love 2016. 2015 and 2016 had some great stuff. Their 2016 track, Rough, which, as some of you know, the Korean name for the song translates to Run Through Time. And this was released back at the beginning of the girl's career. 
So they were still doing the whole schoolgirl concept. I think they had a series, and this was the last song in that series that followed the schoolgirl concept. And that, of course, carried over into the song in both concept and the lyrics. So though it's not like explicitly stated, the overall theme is that they're too young to properly express the emotions that they're feeling, and that if they could, they would run through time and grow up. And then they would be able to confidently grab their love's hand and stand firm against the crazy world that they're living in. There's no real story. Unless I was looking at a performance video. I don't think I was. But the music video for it is pretty much a performance video with the members dancing in different settings of a school. And besides the song having elements of time in it, the choreography also has elements of clock imagery, which I think is really pretty. I think they incorporated it really well. And this is mostly shown in their hand motions, which mimic the hands of a clock. But there's also a part at the end where they're all standing in a line and their arms are outstretched, which also mimics a clock. But it's a really pretty song. I love their use of like orchestral instruments along with like kind of rock instruments and how those meld together. But yeah, it's just super catchy and easily one of my all-time favorite K-pop songs. Yeah, this was on when I was making a list of possible songs to talk about at the beginning of the year. This was on there just because I really like it. It's actually my favorite G-Friend song. Mm-hmm. Same. It's just really well done. The song is good. The choreography is good. And there is a sort of storyline with like them trying to run and like meet each other. But it's mm. just really impressive. It doesn't go over the top with the schoolgirl thing. It's like, yes, they are at school, but it's like age appropriate, unlike our last people. <laughs> so I can appreciate that. Yeah. And the dance to this song is so iconic. Like, yeah. G Friends mm -hmm. earlier, in their earlier days, they did a lot of group formations that are incredibly sharp and just looks so good. And it's mesmerizing to watch. And also that one kick is iconic, and at every single <laughs> random K-pop dance event I've been to, everybody does that one kick. Don't know <laughs> any part of the dance, but you do know the kick. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Alrighty. Old R, give us your second pick, please. So my second pick is Monster X's music video from 2017, Dramarama. The music video is a short drama involving the members and wristwatches that let them go back in time. Hyungwon is a time traveler from 2047 who has gone rogue and is the owner slash guardian of these watches. He gives them to two of his members, Kihyun and Minhyuk. Kihyun tries to save Juhyun from dying in a car wreck in 2015. Well, Minhyuk goes to 2017 and meets his long-lost brother, Im, while they're being chased by men in suits. Meanwhile, Wanho has his own watch in the future, but goes back to 2017 to practice what I think is Kumdo, which is the Korean version of Kendo with Shonu. And at one point, Shonu takes a shower. <laughs> That's just, he's, he's <laughs> yep. just, he's doing a support that he goes and takes a shower. That's <laughs> what his role in this is. And aside from that, I do like the details in this music video because there was a lot of times when I was rewinding the music video to try to find, okay, what year is he from? Okay, then what year is he going to? And then he's doing this and like the back and forth thing. And also like at the beginning, there's someone who has a newspaper in English and you can read the headlines of it. And 
Also, Dramarama is probably my favorite song of theirs as well, because previously I'd only heard Shine Forever, Hero, and Trespass. So this is very different from those. Mm-hmm. It is. Also, I love how even the opening of the song is very dramatic, just like how like the dance is while they're doing that. I like the drama in the beginning with how the members are starting to sing and how they're moving with it. It just really adds to the experience and wasn't really something I was expecting from them. Drama Rama. <laughs> I'm sad that they didn't say that. Well, they do. There is a couple points where Ju Hun says it. Ju Honey. He goes by Ju Honey now. I feel like we should. I don't know why he did right. that. Why did he change it to Ju Honey? That was such a weird. Isn't it because his fans kept calling him that and it was kind of a nickname and they just went with it? Yeah, but you don't just typically kind of change with your it. stage name to your nickname. That's that's a very interesting choice. But they do say drama llama, I think, because the R and L sound in Korean is sometimes interchangeable. Yeah. Is that is that your whole comment, Min? Drama llama. <laughs> she loves that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, when this song came out, it kind of was the point where I dropped off the Monster X train because, like you said, it was a shift from their other music and I didn't like it at all but coming back to it like four years later I'm not really sure why I disliked it so much maybe because it was such a departure from their old sound but listening back now I think it's fine it's not my favorite song of theirs by Mm. any means but the styling is really great I think red and black are great for them they should always have red and black (laughs) in some capacity I think it was really good also, Wanho, I just miss him being with them. He was always yeah. one of my favorite members. So watching it back, I was like, oh, there was a time when they were all together. <laughs> but yeah, they also made him go shirtless for literally no reason all the time. And he's doing that of his yeah. own accord now. So good for him. <laughs> yeah, I also had the same experience as JR with not really liking the song when it first came out. And then... Upon re-listening to it now, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Yeah. I am so used to them not being with him. Like, going back and watching Wonho being with the group, it's like, maybe that this is just my thinking, but isn't it just Shonu who was the big guy? Like, that was the thing that I didn't think about till Dramarama was that it's like, oh, Shonu has, there's another big guy in the group who could sort of go up against him. So (laughs) he doesn't have another big boy with him. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the members are tall, but not, you know, like, the buff. Yeah, Shonu, they, yeah, they always make a point of being, like, he's so tall and he can't, like, raise his arms over his head because his arms are so big. (laughs) I remember seeing them talk about that in a reality show. I don't know which one it was, but I just thought it was so funny. I miss that. But yeah. Good times. So, Min, what's your next pick? My next one is actually also a song that I didn't like upon original release i really didn't care for this song when it originally came out now that it's been a many years i don't dislike it as strongly this is my favorite song by them eh, but it's still a good song and that is sunmi's 24 hours which is about the addiction of love and how 24 hours is not to take it all in and i was actually thinking of mentioning a different sunmi song for the spot But 24 Hours is a little bit more literally about time, while Heartburn, Mm. the song that I was thinking about, isn't so much about time 
lyrically, but the music video for Heartburn is basically about her being immortal. So you see her mm. living through different eras and falling in love with men, and also possibly accidentally murdering them. Accidentally? <laughs> Who knows? She does really care for these men because you can see her like holding mementos of them and remembering the times mm, they spent mm. together before they died. <laughs> but it also kind of fits with twenty four hours in that way. I don't think there's quite mm -hmm. as much murdering back then, but you know they all vibe. Yeah, Sunmi great. She's good songs. <laughs> Happy she's still making music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, watching this back now after she's left JYP for so long, I feel like you can just really hear how much JYP pushes himself on his artists. I'm, I'm not sure, like, if that makes sense. Because you can, I feel like where the breaths are, you can totally tell it's a JYP song. But also her pronunciation mm. of some of the words also sound so JYP. Which, like, if you're not a JYP fan and have not listened to a lot of the stuff he's produced... I feel like you might not pick up on that, but I've I've heard quite a few songs produced by him, you know, like all that. And I feel like it's just so apparent. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, outside of like that part of it, which I don't love JYP's style. Let me just put that out there. I really like her hairstyle and like the color of it in this video. It's like this really pretty muted lavender and it's very different than her more recent look that she's gone for she's got like the long black hair and stuff and like she styles it but outside of that it's not really changed up that much maybe i'm wrong maybe i just haven't seen her in a while <laughs> but it was weird seeing her in such a different styling than i'm used to another thing that i want to point out i felt like the setup for the choreography scenes was just really weird and poorly done because they have these shots where she's all the way to the left side of the screen and she's forward and in the back are her backup dancers and they're all the way to the right of the screen and i just think it makes for really ugly shots it's like something was off with the blocking i don't know maybe that's just me it doesn't really make her stand out more either in my opinion so i don't get it i just i just don't get it and final thing the striped bodysuit is an affront to nature and I don't know why they chose yeah. those stripes. Because the black and white ones, like the one that was just black, the one that was just white, super pretty. Something about that striped bodysuit, though, is terrible. It's also the fit, I feel like. The fit on her. Like, she, it's, it's not about, like, her size. It's just that fabric with the way it was made is not great. Because when I saw it, mm -hmm. it made me think that she was... They were either trying to make her look like she was a prisoner or a Cheshire cat. Like... <laughs> It's one of those two that they were thinking of. Yeah, I feel like it was risque enough so that later Gain could come out with Paradise Lost <laughs> and just mm -hmm. take it all out. <laughs> I thought they were the same person, like, before actually diving into the two separate people. Like, they're, they're just so similar in styling for those two songs. I thought it was by the same person. <laughs> they were, so... yeah. Well, I remember yeah. I saw 24 Hours before I knew the individual members of Wonder Girls because I knew Wonder Girls, like, obviously. But her style in 24 Hours was so different than anything she was in with Wonder Girls to where I did not recognize her. 
Like, it took me a long mm-hmm. time to realize, oh, those are the Sunmi from Wonder Girls is the same Sunmi here. That was so hard for me until <laughs> Why So Lonely? Then it's like, I see it now. It's actually my second favorite song by hers. Uh, my first one was You Can't Sit With Us. I don't think that's the actual name of it. The song, what's it called? <gasps> No, yeah, I it's called it You Can't, can't sit, sit With Us. With us. Yeah, is is really it? Good. Okay, I wasn't sure. If, the I wasn't sure if that was the title. Yeah, I just love the style. Yeah, it is. Okay, You Can't Sit With Us. Thank you. Just had to double check. But I loved the styling of it. Just everything about it felt like a culmination of all the work, like especially solo work she's been doing over the last few years. And I just love it so much. It's like, ah, oh, so good. Just a little bit ago, Chiara mentioned how this song sounds very much like a JYP song, which is correct. <laughs> but a big reasoning to that is because JYP personally did the songwriting, composing, producing, arrangement, all the instruments, and backing vocals to this Oh track, my gosh. Good grief. It the first project in 13 years that JYP went all in on since Park Ji Yoon's coming of age ceremony oh my gosh (laughs) no you can tell you can tell it's very apparent i feel like that's wild (laughs) he has a type of song he likes to give his female artists and that's why Mm -hmm. the clothing are that way (laughs) yeah that's why this is this way she wasn't like way too young when this song came out was she so she was 21 so, so she, she was, was an, an adult. adult okay okay, okay. she at just, least was just an adult in case. let's move into our final picks of the episode cool 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 all right my final pick is kim sung gyu's 2012 solo debut song 60 seconds and this is a very bittersweet track it's about falling in love with someone within 60 seconds of meeting them and also breaking up with that person within 60 seconds. The idea of it kind of reminded me of the lyrics, not anything else about it. The lyrics of E. Hyori's 10 Minutes. But it's not mean. But just the idea of just quickly falling in love. When I read your mm-hmm. description of it, reminded me of it immediately. The song, nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so E. Hyori's 10 Minutes is not mean. No, it is. It's, to- it's very oh, okay. mean. This is very okay, this is interesting. Not, it's falling yeah. in love very quickly. But Ihyori's song, like it, this was like song of the year in a lot of places. But no, this one is okay, like falling in love quickly, good. but not not in a way that's cruel to somebody. Right, right. It's like, it, this is very much a mutual, like they both kind of love at first sight type thing. So let me talk about the music video a little bit. The music video follows a couple's story with Elle, Sungyu's fellow Infinite member. So it follows Elle's love story with the main female lead. They meet, fall in love, have good times together, and then just as quickly as all that happens, they break up, and Elle returns a couple ring, signifying the end of the relationship. It's all very dramatic. So the music video has a lot of clock imagery, as well as sped up and slowed down shots to signify the passage of time, or lack thereof. And obviously the lyrics also have time as a focal point because it takes 60 seconds for all this to happen. I'm a huge fan of Sungyu as a solo artist, as we know. I love Infinite's music as well, but Sungyu really has like the more rock elements because he's a big fan of Nell, he's a big fan of 
Noel, I think, as well. Maybe I'm getting that wrong, but I know he likes Nell. But yeah, I just think this is a really strong solo debut. He's gotten a lot of awards for his solo work, and I think it shows off his voice beautifully and has such an interesting take on a love song, And because it's also a breakup song at the same time. I just, I thought it was a very well done concept. Yeah, I thought the song was very quality, but I expect that from him. Like, when you're mm-hmm. going to see something from a member of Infinite, I feel like I can say this about all the members, when they get into something, it's going to be good. Like, they're not going to be slacking yeah. or half-hearted or anything like that. Good song. I was very confused by the romantic interest's shoes. Because you see her walking out of the coffee shop <laughs> yes. in stilettos with the platform, yes. and I'm like, okay. And then later, she walks outside and it's raining, and then she's wearing, like, pleather chunky heels which is more weather appropriate (laughs) than the stilettos from earlier in the music video but still not for a barista give her some normal shoes i know she is going to have foot pain at the end of the night that's for sure (laughs) yeah it just ends with her at the pharmacy (laughs) wrapping her toes yeah but yeah that's my last pick oldar why don't you give us yours So my final pick is the 2019 song Chronosaurus by Stray Kids. One of my friends is a huge stay and she had a playlist going when she was hanging out in my apartment in Korea and it had this song and I immediately fell in love with it. I remember we were talking and having dinner and I was like, shush, 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 shush. What is this song? (laughs) You need to explain this to me immediately. (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, It's... Very beautiful and also feels very eerie in the way that it talks Mm -hmm. about time. And the reason why I love it is that I've had this experience so many times, and this is like the perfect song for it, when you have that feeling of like time ticking and you're kind of in limbo and like it's just like time is going forward and you're just kind of stuck in time. And there's just like, I need to go. (laughs) Like, oh, that awful feeling. And... I like the music video because it is very simple, but I feel like it complements the song with the members sitting in the folding chairs looking very restless while a film reel shows what looks like the first film ever shot, which is The Horse in Motion by Edward Moybridge. And I don't think it's the actual footage because there are differences between the two and I don't know if there might be a copyright issue, but it looks like it's a reference to it. So if you haven't heard Chronosaurus, I highly recommend it because... That is my go-to song when I've been in situations with that kind of feeling with time. It's like, oh, they turned that feeling, that uneasiness into a song. It's like, oh, how did Mm -hmm. they do that? I also really like the song. I do kind of wish that they had done a little bit more out of the music video. But then again, this wasn't their title track for this release and stray kids is really good at making either performance videos or like just videos like this one is it's i think it's categorized as a video and not a music video (laughs) Mm. but they they make stuff for pretty much every song on their albums and things to promote them which is very great i just i wish this was like an actually promoted song and said yeah instead of just the (laughs) b-side That's kind of what I wish. Yeah, It is so good. I really wish that it would get more attention. I'm sure a lot of stays already know it and already love it and are like, yeah, of course, it's great. But I really wish like the general public of people who listen to K-pop 
knew about it more and referred to it more. Or maybe people do, and I just am in the wrong places of conversation. I don't know. But I also, I was just thinking about it, how there's moments where they're looking at the film reel and then it cuts to the members looking with like that grainy footage too. So it's like they're Mm -hmm. also kind of living in the past as well while trying to move forward. Because, well, that's, you know, true. Where there's a point to where you're living now, but then there's going to be a point where you're gone. And the only way people can still see you, like, moving around, hear your voice and stuff like that is through footage. Like, the man who was in the horse in motion, he's been dead for a long time. And supposedly, I, I know the name of the person who was on the horse, but then I was checking the dates and they didn't seem to match up, so maybe I'm wrong. But... If that is the guy I'm thinking of, though, he died over 100 years ago, but I'm still seeing him move with a horse who, if I'm getting the story right, was the horse that pulled his funeral carriage, like when he was going wow. up to the graveyard. That was the horse in the horse in motion did that. Once again, the dates seem off, but I'm pretty sure I've got the right person because he's local, <laughs> allegedly. So yeah, just just the feeling of it was just, uh, but it was so perfect. But yes, I do wish it had more. That just needs to be everywhere. I didn't know that Bong Chan's singing voice is so pretty. And that's because I'm not I'm not huge on Stray Kids. But I was so taken aback by that at the beginning. Because he's the rapper, obviously, so he doesn't sing much, I assume. But yeah, I agree with Min that the video is pretty lackluster compared to how good the song is. That is definitely going in my playlist. I'm going to be listening to it way more. The song overall, I feel like it doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles like some of their other music does, where they add like a lot of sound effects and just like more aggressive vocals. So I feel like you can really focus in on the members' voices, and they're just so good when it's simple and just like them. So it was a pleasant surprise. I do like some Stray Kids music, but I feel like this is pretty different from their other releases. Yeah, at least from stuff that I've previously heard, like if you're considering like God's Menu, Backdoor, Love God's Miro, Menu, which was from this area. Oh, yeah, that is a whole other topic for another day because it's so good. But <laughs> this one, though, feels like very much like a hidden gem where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we've got this very good song, but you wouldn't know that if you didn't pay attention to this. Technically, it's a B-side, so. They have a lot more softer B-sides. It's usually the title tracks that are more hard-hitting, so... Hmm. It is what it is. So, Min, what's your last pick? My last pick, and also the last song for this episode, is probably one of my favorite 2022 releases, actually. And that is Choices Do What I Do, which is about time passing on and how we all are while it's continuing on but no matter how hard it gets it's okay to take breaks and to just continue doing your thing just do what you do keep on living it's just nice it's uplifting this was actually Mm -hmm. my black day pick for the thing that we never posted this was gonna be it to contrast all the depression (laughs) that's great yeah it's a really feel-good song, and I think it really captures how people feel about the passage of time, just in a realistic way, and kind of, this is how this feels. And you're like, yeah, yeah. that is how that feels. <laughs> yeah. I know of, is it, did, did you pronounce it Choiza? Because I was looking at his Korean spelling, and it was like Choiza. Do people pronounce it Choiza? 
I pronounce it Choiza, I believe. I just okay because I've always the Romanized. Yeah, Choiza. Choiza. I don't don't know. know. (laughs) I think I know this man. No. Yeah, that's the thing because it also features Ejak and I don't know how to pronounce the other guy's name. I think it was only consonants. (laughs) There was no vowels in there. (laughs) But I don't know Ejak's music well. I've only ever heard him sing ballads, so I was really surprised to see him on this. But yeah, Choiza. I really only know of him from some of his past decisions and relationships. So I think this might be the first time I actually listen to a song of his. I don't know if his other stuff is in this genre. I feel like it's probably not, but I really like this song. And I think the shots of the three of the singers dancing together were super fun and cute. But yeah, big fan. Yeah, I've only ever heard of his real life drama, as JR said. So I never had an interest in his music because of it. However, I do think this song could be good for being uplifting for adults and helping them keep perspective when they're going through a rough time. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. If you guys hadn't listened to it, because I know you would have talked about it had I showed it to you <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So I've just kept it from you until now. You know. You know us so well. Yeah. But it's a good song. And the music video is so well made. Go mm-hmm. listen. Go watch. It's so great. Well, wasn't that a fun jaunt through time? Time is a very interesting topic, and there are so many great songs, music videos, and dramas that are about it. If you haven't had the chance to get to know any of these works before this episode, we hope they've piqued your interest enough and that you'll take the time to do so after listening to us. Speaking of time, as the next episode is our 50th, can you guys believe that we are on 50 episodes? It's 50. Crazy. Us, of all people, sticking with something <laughs> this long. Remember how, like, in the first 10 episodes, we were like, this isn't going to last. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We will be releasing that episode close to when our third anniversary of this podcast is. Once again, can y'all believe we've been doing this for three years? Absolutely wild. Yeah, so we're going to get into our reactions over that next time. Our next episode will be discussing that. We hope you look forward to it. Anyway, JR, take it away. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends about us. If you want to interact with us or just see more of our content, then you can follow us on Twitter at KpopSumbays or on our other social media platforms, which will be in the description. Also, don't forget that our next episode comes out on September 18th, 2022. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Annyeong.